Hey everyone and welcome to Already Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about Star Trek The Next Generation Season 3 Episode 10 is called The Defector. So full spoilers for the episode as always. This episode, quite simple premise, a Romulan appears uh, requesting SOS, he's on, on the run from another Romulan ship and the, uh, the Enterprise pick him up and he claims that he's here and he's defecting because he's here to warn of a new war that the Romulans are about to start and the episode is pretty much should Picard and the crew believe him and you know heed his warning or is this a trap that the, the, the Romulans are trying to set up by having him plant this false information. Uh, and that's kind of the uh, that's the setup. Uh, so, what did you think of this one? Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, mm. I mean, maybe that's just slightly skewed by the fact that we're coming off the the previous two. Um, but I think it's actually quite a good one. Yeah, I I think it's pretty good. I uh, obviously I was excited when I heard the description from last time, and I don't know if it necessarily lived up to exactly what my brain was like firing at when I heard the last description, but. It still had a lot of the beats that I kind of wanted. It did some interesting stuff. Uh, I liked that uh, it did tie into at least one of the Romulans from the last Romulan episode. Uh, yeah. Jakar from Babylon 5 showed back up. Uh, his, actual, his name in this though is Tom Alak, just so I could say that instead. Because I'm really tempted to just call him Jakar every time he shows up. But, uh, you know, he eventually shows back up and I thought that was a nice touch. It felt like, oh, we've actually got kind of a villain Romulan who we're going to see from time to time that yeah, because it was interesting. Just earlier on, you know, Crusher references that, you know, she's just treated Romulans recently, so she's kind of got some extra knowledge now. And yeah. I thought, okay, cool. You know, we, we're kind of keeping that as, you know, very recent history. That's kind of, you know, there. I uh, wasn't actually expecting to see, you know, anyone else at that point. Um, so that was cool that we got to that. Yeah, I, uh, I, dug, I dug that as well. I dug that she kind of, like, brought up that. Uh, you know, they, they talked about how she'd only just recently had a chance to poke around the Romulan and uh, so on. So no, I, I like that, that that running continuity is there. And it really feels like we're building to some kind of conflict or at least something with this uh, Tomalak. So yeah, uh, so the big thing, of course, uh, is that the, the big reveal is that kind of both are true, ultimately, in that this Romulan is not lying. He does lie about who he is because he's actually, because he says he's just like a low-level uh, like analyst or something like that, he says. Uh, but it turns out he's actually an admiral. And the reason why he lied about who he was is because he's got a bit of a reputation <laughs> yeah he, he was responsible for a massacre or two uh yeah. so because there's a the federation council kind of like hey you know we, we've we've found out who this guy is you do not believe a word he says yeah uh well it's worth mentioning that that's right after i mean picard knows who he is at that point because this, this is like them confirming it because uh, yeah. he because he makes the choice because he he's been kind of lying about who he is and no one's really believing him or wanting to trust him and it's a conversation he has with data where he's sort of saying oh you know my romulans you know would love to like you know poke around inside you uh and they uh notices that he's, he's not getting quite the, the comforts of home from looking out at the stars because it's not his system so he takes him to the holodeck and shows him the uh like you know a place on romulus and says hey look at this and he likes seeing it for like a minute and he's like you know what this isn't real this is not where I live now. Turn this off, and we see the you know the 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 grid of the hollow deck as we've seen once or twice before. And he's like, you know what? This all can't be in vain. I've lost my home. I've given up my home. I've given up my family. It can't be in vain. Uh, tell the captain, the admiral, uh, Jarok is uh, ready to see him. And it's like, oh, 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 that's a little reveal. And that's when we get you know. So Picard's heard this. Obviously, he confirms this. We get him calling into some you know admiral or whatever on the Federation side. 
And probably my favorite scene of the episode is where he actually has to convince them to actually, because because even though he wants to stop this war, he wants to stop this war because he wants his family, as he as he puts it, his daughters to grow up in a world where they don't have to fight like his generation did. He, he wants a better galaxy for his for his kids. Um. He still doesn't want to give up Romulan secrets. He doesn't want to give them secrets about their, their ships, about how they attack, their, their techniques. He doesn't want to give them any of that. He's, st- he's still loyal to, to the Romulans in that sense. It's understandable because as from his perspective, giving up that information, he might as well be inviting a genocide. Mm. As far as he's concerned. It's like, well, you know, you'll have this huge advantage. You could go in there and wipe my people out. Uh, yeah. So I get why you wouldn't want to. Yeah, and obviously from our perspective, we know that the Federation, at least in theory, wouldn't do that because the Federation, they're kind of against that kind of thing. In theory, but I mean, yeah. I, I, I buy why the enemy wouldn't. Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, it's, it's, you know, the, 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 the whole idea of the Romulan, because I think my favorite thing about this episode, I mean, that was my favorite scene, is him, like, you know, Picard having to convince him and say, look, I'm only going to do this, I'm only going to believe anything you say if I get completely, like, cooperation yeah. in every single way like we, we kind of half-ass this it's when he's like look you've not come to me with any evidence no proof i want to believe you but you've got to tell me why the hell you're here doing this because and, and you've got to make me believe it and and he does so then that's when you know, he tells him about his family and such mm-hmm. but, uh it's a great conversation and it's only after this where he gives him the information of you know the you know because he's claiming there's this base on this planet which is kind of the first post against this new assault so and they've been avoiding going there all, all episodes because they don't really trust them and it may be a trap and it's after this where he's like, okay he's given us everything that he can we're going to go out there and check out this planet and that's where there is a trap and it turns out that the reason why it's kind of both true is that he was being honest but the the evidence of like well, it felt like the ship that was chasing him wasn't really trying to kill him. It was like they're pulling their punches a little bit. Is that because it was all a setup? And it kind of was a setup. It was just a, it was a setup he wasn't in on. Uh, he was duped into essentially betraying them. So he's still going to be seen as a traitor to, to the Romulans. But they, they they intentionally kind of baited him because they yeah. suspected that he was uh, dissatisfied. Was, they kind of knew he, where he was going. They kind of got the impression of where he was going that he might you know turn traitor at any point. So they kind of just fed him false information. Yeah, I, I love the uh, the way it plays off that last Romulan episode though, because when uh, Tom Alex shows up and he's like, "Ah, Picard, we meet again," but it's you that's now on this side of the, Rom- the the neutral zone, and he gets like really cocky about it. And I'm like, "Oh, I, I kind of dig this. I dig that he's kind of thrown this back in his face." He's like, ah, last time you were giving me all the, the all the na- nasty words because I was doing wrong things. Now you've done something. And there's the stuff earlier on in the episode where Data kind of makes it clear that no, the Romulans' tactic, typically anyway, is to sort of trick the enemy into making the first move so that they're not the aggressor. Yeah, not not even necessarily trick. Um, you know, like they say, they'll just creep into their territory further mm. and further and just push the limits until the other side has no choice but to retaliate. Yeah, but it'll never look like a retaliation, in theory. Yeah, it, it will always look like they had the first strike. Yeah, so... Yeah, he gets really cocky, uh, and actually, I, I did kind of pop when it was revealed the reason why Picard's not too scared here is because they've got a fleet of Klingon warbirds at the ready. Yeah. Uh, well, that was really that was a really cool moment, and you know, even at the end when you know Picard turns to Worf and says, "Oh, Worf, give, give my uh, you know my deepest uh, you know <laughs> uh, you know thanks to the the, the Klingon fleet, please," and he's like, "Yes." Yeah. Yes, Captain. I'm like, yeah, they kind of build us out here. It's kind of interesting that we're at this point now where the Romulans are this enemy, but the Klingons are now 
kind of on our side kind of thing i don't know yeah yeah i i kind of dug that i dug that as a moment because because obviously it's been a a long thing since the original series that the klingons got their cloaking tech from the romulans so Mm. uh, i love this double play uh on them really neat stuff uh so no Uh, and i enjoy tomalak i think obviously i like the actor uh but like i I think he's He's kind of perfect in the sort of slimy villainous way. Where, well, not even villainous. He's the slimy politician who's arguing with Picard and thinking he's got the upper hand. Because he, because he, he tells Picard, "We're going to take your ship and we're going to hang it in the middle of the capital of Romulus, so that everyone can see that we defeated you, and it's going to inspire generations of our soldiers." Yeah, no, it's real good. And I come out this without that um, bias of liking the actor already. Sure. So, you know, I'm not familiar with him. Um, so it's not just you kind of projecting what you already know from you know pr- other performances. Uh, no, it is really just a, an interesting character and a, a good fun performance that he's you know putting on for this. Yeah, no, I, really solid. I, I I like his presence. I like how he plays off Picard. Uh, and you know when he says at the end of this episode, like, oh well, I guess we'll have to just see how things go next time, Picard. And I'm like, yeah, I hope there is a next time. I hope there is I- a. It's like a fun little nemesis we got here, isn't it? Yeah, I really hope that there is at least a, a third time where we get to see like, the payoff to this. If not outright, he's around for a while and we get we get him every so often. But I hope it's at least... Yeah, that's the best case scenario. Yeah, but I hope it's at least a one more time where we get a finale to their little conflict. Uh, I'd be really yeah, into they're, that. Yeah, they're kind of tied at the minute, one each. We need a, we need a definitive winner. Yeah. So, well, I, I feel like, I mean, this Romulan stuff is definitely stuff, stuff is bubbling, right? And has been bubbling oh, yeah. since the finale of season one. And, which is actually kind of insane that it was that long ago that they started kind of teasing this stuff. I uh, think it was because they, they teased it with like one line. And then I feel like we went a long time with kind of nothing. Like the, the, I think, I feel like we've already had more in season three than we did in like most of season two. Yeah. Well, it wasn't just one line. I mean, the, the entire season one finale was about building like, up to the Romulans being show, back. Yeah. Like, yeah. We saw Romulans. It wasn't just a line of dialogue. We did. We did. Yeah. So I'm just I'm, you know, likening that to the one line that kicked it off. Sure. Uh, so no. So I, I took all that. Um, and obviously we have this really sad, bittersweet ending where uh, the admiral kills himself because because he has this moment where he realizes he's being duped and he's he says it was all for nothing. Like I I gave up my family, and my home, and I can never go back now. And that, that's something that was pointed out earlier. You know, even Data, you know, before he realized it was for nothing, Data said to him, you know, it's very unlikely you will ever be able to go home. And at the end of the episode, he kills himself. He, he's, you know, he's got some pills or whatever that he's, he's snuck on board with him so that he can kill himself if he needs to be. And uh, Crusher's like, well, sorry, Captain, there was no way of, like, you know, he's already dead for a start, but, like, there's, we don't have an antidote for this. This is something that Romulans have. We just don't have a, have a fix for it. And he leaves like a suicide note for for his wife and daughters, and like they, they you know they say that I mean he he knew that we couldn't just send this to them we we can't send messages to Romulus that's just not a thing we can do right now, and because like well no but he's hoping that one day we can that one day things will be better and there will be some form of peace where we can send a message, um, and I think th- this moment almost worked even better for me having watched like Picard and it's not that all Romans are friends because they're definitely not there's a lot of shake you know sneaky Romulan stuff going on but there are Romulans who you know trust Picard there's definitely like a relationship there that's is, is different from what it is now on the show so uh, it's kind of nice knowing that somewhere down the line there is a better relationship yeah. with Romulans correct me if I'm wrong on Picard but a lot of what happens with the Romulans in that show is it comes out of 
the events of the the Abrams movie, what happened with their planet in that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, yeah. uh, Romulus is destroyed. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so there's still a lot of Romulans kicking about, but their planet's gone. Yeah, because yeah, um, that was that was a whole big thing in the 2009 movie, which I actually quite kind of like. They incorporated that, you know, the idea that 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 happened still in the main timeline with everything, um, and obviously that movie comes out of like someone going back in time and trying to alter things, but in the main timeline it still keeps going forward, and we still have the fallout yeah, from it. I, actually, I really appreciate the idea that they went, okay, well, I mean, yeah, those movies are separate, and we could just choose to ignore them entirely. And you know that there's perfectly valid reasons to do that, but the the, the idea that they went no no no, they went with this. We're gonna run with it and and kind of just play with that. that that's uh, that, that's interesting. Which and honestly, maybe even the idea that we know Romulus gets destroyed in the future, and you know they're not too distant future at that in the grand scheme of things, makes this even more kind of bittersweet. It's like he keeps talking about how how much he loves his planet and his his home, mm. and that's where his family is, and it's all gone. Yeah. So yeah, that's true. Um. So it's not even so much that when Picard says, hopefully, you know, there's a day when we can send this. It's not just like, even though there's some better relations, it's it's not even knowing that there's better to come or that he's right and things will be better. It's more just that there is a noticeable outcome. There's a noticeable change in the future that is in the Star Trek canon from the later later shows, maybe even later than Next Gen itself. I mean, obviously, we've not watched the rest of it yet. I don't know how much uh, how far this goes in this yeah, show itself. Maybe in their own movies. Yeah. So... Yeah, because um, I know Romulans are a part of uh, of Nemesis for a start, because uh, uh, Tom Hardy's a Romulan, if I recall. Is he really? Oh, wait, no, no, maybe he's not. No, he's like a clone. He's like a clone of Picard or something like that in Nemesis. <laughs> what the hell is that movie? I'm sure I'm sure there's Romulans. There's Romulans Sorry, or something. Tom Hardy's a clone of Picard? I'm pretty sure he's a clone of Picard, yeah. He's, he's, he's got oh, the, I can't wait to see that. He's got the bald head in it. It's like a really young Tom Hardy. This is like Tom Hardy before anyone knew who Tom Hardy was. It's just, sure, yeah. it's, it's a weird... Weird time. I, I remember when uh, one one of the the Trek movies was coming out, and it was when uh, Tom Hardy had just done a movie with Chris Pine. I don't know what movie it was actually off the top of my head, but he just done a movie with Chris Pine, and th- it was like some obviously this this press the, the junket or whatever like this, this you know I don't know if it was Variety or Deadline or whoever, but they were they asked like everyone they'd interviewed in the last little while if they prefer Star Wars or Star Trek. And I, I remember thinking it got to that, and it was like, you know, it was Chris Pine, Tom Hardy, and like maybe like the whoever the female lead of this movie was. Um, and they said, oh, would you prefer Star Trek or Star Wars? And Tom Hardy goes, well, it's got to be Star Trek, hasn't it? And I saw I had that moment where I went, oh, he's saying that because Chris Pine's sitting next to him. And then I stopped and went, wait a minute. He was in a Star Trek movie as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like 15 That's years a ago. With, with actors of, you know, when, when they get to a big level and you'll go back and you'll watch a movie that you had no idea they were in. It was before anyone knew who they were, and they've just got mm. this small role, and you're like, huh, that's them. And, of course, you know, almost every actor has those. Um, but it, it's always fun when you stumble across them without knowing. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kate from Lost slash Wasp from Ant-Man. You can see her as an extra in Freddy vs. Jason in the high school scene. She's just standing there on the crowd. She's just there. It's one of those, little, one of those little things. Uh... But yeah, that episode's good. There's a couple of little beats, Jordy uh, and Data, where Jordy's uh, trying to explain to Data that sometimes you you don't have all the information. You have to kind of go with your gut. So he's trying to explain to Data what, what going with your gut means and how you have to go go with instinct. And Data's not quite getting that. He's kind of trying to, you know, piece of the guys. Like, yeah, but what if you don't have instinct? Because <laughs> he's worried he doesn't have any. Yeah. So that was a neat little moment. I'm sure you liked all the Shakespeare stuff uh, from sure, the start. Why not? 
Uh, it was a weird opening because I was looking forward to this episode and it had such a weird opening scene where I'm like, what's happening? Yeah, I, for a minute I was like, what are we doing here? Yeah. Also, I was fairly positive Patrick Stewart was one of the old guys, like in makeup. I thought that as well. It, uh, it sounded like him, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. And then he showed up and I was like, well, it still could be him, I suppose. He's just playing both roles. But I, I thought the whole point was that this was Picard, you know, doing the role. I wonder if like, it was programmed to be like him. Yeah. But then Picard shows Although up. Sense because it's the, the whole point is it's the king undercover, right? Uh, you know, walking amongst his own men to get their, their opinion. I suppose. Uh, so that would, that would actually really work thematically if it was Picard. Yeah, but it wasn't really though, because he shows up in uniform, like off to the side. No, no, but the idea if if in Data's program, oh sure, he had used the captain as the king. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. But then I question why why isn't Nilla did someone else? Unless I just didn't recognize them. Yeah, I don't know. Because it 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 sounded so much like him that I I thought it was as well. Yeah, so you know, a curious moment, a curious moment. Uh, but no, I I dug the the, the central Romulan, um, the admiral. I I I dug kind of his, but particularly in the second half when it was when he kind of like really put it down the line and said, no, I don't want this war because I don't want us to be at war forever, and I want yeah. this better life for my family. And then the ultimate kind of like the, the suicide because it was all for nothing and he can't go back home. It, I, I thought that c- compared to last episode where we really like fell flat when it came to like you know try to make us like have Riker care about the 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 act you know, which by the way the actress i didn't realize until after the episode so i'm saying it now the actress who played the love interest last episode was the main character from nightmare on elm street part four i realized afterwards i didn't notice before <laughs> i went okay. before anyone gives me shit it's, it's too late there was already shit in the comments in youtube from last week i'm For, sure from the dream master right I, re- I i noticed it was her after after we recorded the review damn it i i didn't notice Anyway, um, but like this, so so there's that moment last episode where Riker like he kills her and then he's all sad and sullen because he had to kill her and it it, it just it falls flat. We don't care. This episode, this Romulan character is completely new, and yet when he killed himself at the end, or even just before that, when he's he's standing on the bridge and he's like, "This was all for nothing. I've achieved nothing. I've been duped." Like the the Romulan like high command has made me out as a fool. That you know they detested my loyalty and now I'm just a traitor to them. Like. I felt it when he said that, when it, when it hit him that he'd done that and it was all for nothing. I actually felt that. So this episode actually gave me a, a new character and made me care enough so that the dramatic beat that they have in the last act worked. It was like, oh, this was, no, the, this was a, an ending. I felt it. I agree. And do you know what I think I've just kind of noticed is really interesting. Over the last handful of episodes, we've had this recurring theme of, of failure in some parts. Um, mm. you, know, you know, last episode we had, you know, Riker failing and having to, to kill his love interest. Um, but we had a really good example a couple episodes ago with, uh, you know, with the, the last Romulan one with, uh, with Worf failing, you know, where, where no, the, the guy died and Worf didn't make that choice in time. And, yeah. and this here with, you know, this Admiral, um, well, well, he was still doing the right thing and, and he really believed what he was doing. In, at the end of the day, he, he failed in his perceived task. And that's what makes it more interesting is that he was actually trying to do the right thing and he believed it and we understand and we, we kind of root... F- you know, in, in theory, let's say this was all true, we'd be rooting for him to, to do the right thing here and we'd be happy that he's defecting and we'd be happy that he's given the warning and we want that happy ending. Uh, so the, the bittersweetness of it actually works really well. Because- I, I, say, I think this that, that this kind of crux of it here is, is why the second half of the episode is so much better. Even though the first half's pretty solid. You know, it's this mystery of oh is he is he on it is he not is it a trap is it a ruse We're, you know analyzing the evidence and it's it's solid but i think once you get to that conversation with him and picard 
where he comes clean with everything and you kind of go, okay, no, we believe him now. This is all in. Uh, from there, I think the episode actually becomes a lot uh, a lot better. Not not necessarily more interesting, but um, it's got more weight to it from that point because we, we're going on this assumption that this is true now. Um, and, I, and I think because he's, he's three-dimensional and he doesn't just hate his, like, his home world now he doesn't just hate he's like or you know the, the uh you know that the high command and the the the, the you know the, the the romulan system of yeah he order. doesn't hate any of that individuals he doesn't hate his society he just wants to end the he doesn't want war yeah so and i think because of that because he's just not you know a one-dimensional character who all of a sudden is, is pro-federation and anti-romulan because he's not he's still very pro-romulan he just thinks this is this is what's best for romulan for romulus he, this is what's best for his people and that makes him a bit more three-dimensional and therefore so everything every you know failure he has every goal he has it all just rings a little bit more true and has a bit of impact especially when we get to that last uh you know the the, the big dramatic ending with the suicide yeah. so uh no i really saw the episode uh, i i i you know it, i don't know if i liked it as much as the last romulan episode but no i'm pretty sure i didn't um but i mean this is not that far behind. It's it's still really good. Yeah, no, no, no not bad at all. Uh, this was a this was a really solid episode, uh, and I can say I'm glad that uh, uh, Tomalak was uh, was back. So mm. hopefully, hopefully we get more Romulans uh, this season. So next episode, uh, episode eleven is called The Hunted. Here's the description on IMDb: Investigating a planet applying for membership into the Federation, the crew of the Enterprise finds a group of inhabitants who used to be soldiers but now fight for their very existence. That last part's a bit vague, but I, I do like the idea of a planet applying for Federation status. That's, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. I wonder how much it parallels with, like, countries trying to join the EU, because that is such a long, drawn-out process. Or there, there are countries who have been trying to do that for decades at this point. So I wonder what it's like. The, the, I, the, just the, the, the logistics of it. I'm going to assume it's quicker than that just because they want to get into an episode. <laughs> but, well, I mean, you yeah. say that, but we might be already decades into this process oh, at, true. at the time that we're, you know, we're seeing it. That's, that's true. It may be the, the end of the cycle. It may be like they've been doing yeah. this for years. Yeah. All right. Uh, there you go. That is the hunty coming next time. But this has been uh, The Defector. So let us know what you thought of this one in the comments below. You can like and subscribe, all that stuff. You can get us on the Twitters at mail underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the show and the channel, you can head over to patreon.com slash TV And you can do that for as little as $1 per month. And that'll keep all the content coming. At the $5 tier, you get early access to a bunch of stuff, including the Star Trek reviews, uh, as well as voting rights for some stuff. You get bonus episodes of stuff at the $1 tier. All good stuff. Uh, so go and have a have a look see uh, but that is us and as always if for some reason you found our next gen reviews and you didn't realize because we haven't mentioned it in a long time we actually did all of the original series that's all there you can go watch that or listen to it uh, go and have a look and look at that stuff uh, but that is us so thank you once again for watching and listening we always appreciate it keep watching Star Trek guys and remember that when it comes to the ladies Wesley Crusher is in complete control and when it comes to the androids <laughs> Tasha Yar is in complete control. <laughs>